0: <laughs> Animorphs Book Club podcast. It's <laughs> radical.
1: Okay, time to start. Hello, this is an Animorphs Book Club, and I'm Mr. B Natural, and I'm a war prince, but I'm actually a woman. She's a war princess. No, no, no. I'm a war prince.
0: I'm still a woman, though. Wait. So, what is it? What is the Animorphs Book Club?
1: it's a book club where we uh we each we read an animorphs book and then we talk about one animorphs book a week or uh, per episode and we each talk about it i'm a war prince because i've read all the animorphs books and i know all the things that are there is to know about animorphs mostly uh and the other people are my wrists and they don't really know anything about the animorphs books but we are on book six now so they are they they know quite a bit now. They know six books worth of animorphs.
0: I think you might want to go inside. These birds are getting louder.
1: Seriously, come on! The birds are so everyone loves. <laughs> everyone loves birds. Yeah, that's really racist to Tobias. Yeah, <laughs> are you are you saying you don't like Tobias just because he's a bird? Okay, introduce
2: yourselves. All right, I'm better than you.
0: Ooh. I'm Masturb. Than you. Ooh. I'm Stur.
1: And those birds you hear are Burger King. I mean, Kerger Bing, who turned into a bird and is doesn't know how to turn back, and he can't use telepathy over the internet, so he's just stuck like that for a little bit. I'm sure he'll be fine at some point, though. Don't worry about him. Don't worry about it. It's all good
2: be happy for him and for all who fly free
1: yes i'm happy for, i'm certainly happy for him um this book i love this book It was my, it's my new favorite wow
2: yeah this book was pretty great i don't know if it's my new favorite but it was pretty great
0: yeah i don't know if it's my favorite but i think it was like the most flawless book
2: it was definitely the one with the least flaws i can see
1: like, the whole plot is just, it was a lot like, uh, it, like, the thing that this, like, you were complaining about The Visitor and how, like, yeah, I have to agree that the first half of The Visitor doesn't really connect with the second half all that well, but this book was, like, it all somehow just, it went together. It was, like, the first part led into the, th- second led into the third, second part, led into the third part, led into the end. It was, like, you know, that, of course, that's how it would happen. And, uh, and, and there was this, and the author employed yes, all these things. Work. The author, well, the author employed all these things to, like, keep the book like coherence that you knew that you were reading like the same book. Like if you could take, like if you tried to cut scenes out of this book and put them in a different Animorphs books, like you'd be able to tell. Right? Whereas I think with some of the books, you could cut some scenes from, um, other, from them. <coughs> Message. <coughs> yeah. Or, uh, the visitor even. Um,
2: you yeah, when I was reading the first half of this book, what came into mind was like, yeah, this is really solid. Like, there, there's, there's nothing, like, weird about it. There's nothing that makes me go, hmm, what, what, what is that? It's just, it's just very solid. The second half, I wasn't really thinking about it as much because I was uh, a, a lot more, like, paying attention to the plot. Okay, the first half was good, but it, like, wasn't as interesting as the second half, I'd have to say.
1: The second half, like, I was reading this book, and, I, like, I knew this was, this is the book where Jake becomes a controller. And I was like like what I was like 14 chapters in and Jake hasn't become a controller and I was like wait do I have it wrong like is this not the one where he becomes a controller like how are they going to have enough room to interestingly explore that in like 8 chapters but then they did and I thought that they were actually like really well paced even though he didn't become a controller until like something like 15 chapters in
0: yeah i like after all that happened like the book just ended they didn't feel the need to have this huge crazy scene at the end cuz like the whole like second half of the book was just Jake being a controller and dealing with it
2: yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was a good break because I was going to think, oh no, are all the Animorphs books going to be exactly the same? First, start out with somebody testing Animorph. Then you go to, then you go to, uh, the, then they, they have a bunch of boring meetings. And then at the end of the book, they get in a big fight scene. This book didn't really like that. So I'm glad that she
1: changed up all a bit. Right. I will describe the plot of the book now.
0: Yes, describe the plot. It's my turn
1: to do that. Um, I liked, I actually liked the recap in this book. The recap is told over Jake having a conversation with Tom, and it's framed with Jake's relationship with Tom. Jake waits, and so then Jake waits until everyone is out of the house, and then he acquires a cockroach. And then he morphs into a cockroach, because he's going to test out a morph before using it, which seems like a good idea. So Jake runs around as a to- as a cockroach, but then somebody's in his room, which is weird, because everyone's supposed to be out of the house. And also, the light and sound scare him as he's a cockroach. And then he gets stuck in a roach hotel, which I don't actually know what that is, but they described it as like a cockroach trap. So he gets stuck in a cockroach trap so then uh chapter four jake is a human again and he's talking with all the animorphs and he's talking about his roach adventure he says he morphed back while behind the refrigerator and he was like pushing the refrigerator out at at a time while he was morphing back and the reason that he'd seen people in the house was because his parents had come home early and his mom saw his human head poking out behind the refrigerator with the roach, roach, roach motel on his head and it was all silly uh, Tom, meanwhile, Tom has been calling doctors at this local hospital. The Animorphs figure that the Earths are using the hospital to infest patients. Then Jake has a nice dinner with his family, where Jake and Jake kind of recaps more, but it's interesting because it's framed with like how Tom and Jake's relationship is working right now, because Tom's a controller and Jake's a secretly like animal morphing superhero man. So Tom Tom tries to get Jake to join the sharing again. Jake has a mysterious dream, but he doesn't describe it. So then uh, the others morph into roaches and Jake talks to them for like an hour so that they can learn how to hear speech in cockroach form because their plan is to like use this morph to like do spy things. And then Jake tells them about the dream, which is that Jake is like a tiger and he's hunting Tom and it's really weird. But then it, 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 midway through the dream, like Jake turns Jake's POV switches to that of Tom's and Tom's hunting Jake. And so he's like, it's all metaphorical and symbolic. So then Jake says that he's worried that if they sabotage Tom like their plan is, then Vizzer 3 will kill Tom because Visor 3 has a terrible way of running things where he just kills anybody who does anything wrong. Uh, so the North decided just to do a spy mission for now so they don't have to kill Tom. So then they go at night to a sharing meeting as roaches. They crawl through the walls. Vizzer 3 shows up to the meeting, and he has a human morph, and he exposes to the meeting that they're gonna infest people using the hospital, and they're gonna infest the governor, who's gonna run for president, so then they're gonna have control of the governor, and maybe the president. Then the controllers notice the Animorphs, like all these roaches sitting around, and they try to stop them. The others escape one by one, uh, Jake is sprayed with bug spray, and he starts to die, but Tobias somehow saves him, even though I thought they were indoors, but whatever. Tobias, uh, puts Jake on top of a restaurant, Jake passes out and hallucinates, but demorphs while unconscious. Tobias tells Jake that Visit 3 and Tom look pretty close right now. They look like pretty tight buds. They think the hospital plan is all Tom's idea. So then they're like, oh shoot, if we screw up this plan of Tom's, he's super gonna die, for sure. For realsies. So then Jake plays basketball at school and it's like normal, kind of. But then Marco shows up and he tells him that he lied to somebody. He, he like just called somebody who works with the governor and told them he was a reporter and then he got the governor's schedule so then he figures that the hospital's probably going to go to the hospital on tuesday so that's when their plan has to be their ha- plan has to happen by tuesday the governor is going to go to the hospital yes the governor will go to the hospital by t- yeah. t- tuesday
0: you said the hospital is going to go to the hospital
1: oh the hospital's always at the hospital
0: by the way uh, uh, it, it's it's uh, the york inside tom making the plans you know not like actual tom
1: yeah yeah and And like the three doesn't freaking care. He just kills humans as well. Even though he has a morph that can, that he can turn into that can suck yurks out of their heads. And then he could just, you know, not waste a good host and also not have to cover, not have to explain away people dying, but whatever. He just is so angry that he kills them right away. And their host. Anyway, Rachel helps Jake shop for his mom's birthday. And she's all like, "Ew, look at this sales. Wow. Malls. And Cassie's there too. Cassie explains to Jake that they're going to morph flies to get into the hospital. They morph flies. It's very gross. It's so gross that Rachel barfs while watching Cassie do it, and they use the word barf. Uh, <laughs> but flying as a fly is fun. So then they jump on Tobias, who they refer to as a bus, and then he flies into the hospital. Toe bus. Flies bus. bus, yes. They jump on the tow bus, and he flies into the hospital. They go through the window. And they get to a room with what they think is a yerk bull, and They being the flies. Tobias doesn't go into the window as a hawk. That would be stupid. Axe demorphs. It turns out there was a human in the room with them, but Axe just knocks him out like a badass. So they then morph back to human and find a hundred yerks in a jacuzzi. Um, but the jacuzzi isn't plugged in because it's just being used as like a tub to hold them. So then Jake is like, let's just kill them all. And he plugs in the jacuzzi and basically like overheats them to death. With, and bubbles them all and two controllers show up but Axe and Cassie turns into a wolf and Axe uh, is also just an andalite and they fight the controllers who showed up and then Jake trips or something and he falls face first into a jacuzzi. The animorphs tear out of there breaking things as elephants, gorillas, horses, etc. So all the animorphs are back on the way so Marco's, Marco, Marco Marco's hold, holding Jake as a gorilla and Jake's is all wiped out and delirious. Once they get Jake home He's like, uh, he's like very, uh, what's the word, dazed, I guess. But then he, find, he finds out he can't move on his own. And there's a mysterious voice in his head. It turns out one of those mind control slugs from the pool, from the jacuzzi, jumped into him. So then Cassie and Marco want to take Jake to a doctor. The yerk is named Temrash, some number, doesn't matter. His name is Temrash, that's what I'm calling him. Okay, you know, I have to go, I have to go inside.
0: I didn't sound happy about that. I heard him squawking. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like the outside too. Okay, Can you uh, hear me? Yes. yes. Alright, cool. So then Cassie and Marco want to take Jake to a doctor, but Tamrash, who now has control of Jake's body and voice, tells them that they can't because they might find out he's an animorph. And Tamrash has Cassie and Marco convinced, but then Axe and Rachel show up and Axe tells. Immediately sees that Jake is a controller because Temrash makes ime- a brief facial expression of, like, disgust when he sees Axe. So, the Animorphs decide to tie up Jake for three days. Jake is like, yay! Temrash can- tries to convince them not to, but eventually just gets mad and calls Axe light filth. They start walking to the shed Tobias nose up in the woods. Axe is going to pretend to be Jake for three days while they tie him up. Uh, then they are in the shed. Tem- Temrash... Then the rest of the book is basically just Tamrash like tormenting Jake in his mind with like mind things. And it turns out this is the same exact York that was in Tom's head up until now, when he was gonna, he was being assigned to uh, take over the governor. So now Tom has a New York. Uh, so then Tamrash tries to escape at night by turning into a tiger. But then it turns out that the Animorphs ran on it like they pretended to fall as- like Rachel pretended to fall asleep so that Temrash would try and escape but then the Animorphs are all badass and are super competent at keeping him from escaping and they have all these new morphs and then Temrash just kind of goes back to the shack and sits and he's all sad because he's basically losing hope and then he starts to die and Jake sees all the Yurk's memories once the Yurk dies after Temrash is dead Jake has control of himself again so he uses Cassie's dad's cell phone and morphs partway to Wolf to disguise his voice and then calls Tom and says, don't give up, Tom. Ian. Yay. Sorry if that was a bit rambling, and I also had to get up halfway through. It wasn't rambling, you
2: just went into a lot of detail, which I don't mind.
1: Alright, so, I really loved this book. Yeah, this book was great.
2: I mean, I thought it was okay at first, but then, like, yeah, the whole thing with the yerk, oh my gosh, that was good.
1: I think the Yerks are, like, my favorite characters now, because, like, they are they were also my favorite part of The Visitor, and the reason I like The Visitor so much. Yeah, man, the Yurks are great. That's why I
2: didn't like the message, because it just made them look more evil.
0: Half this book is just about, like, this creature starving to death.
1: Yeah, it's so metal, I love it. It's really. This is a really sci-fi book. Like the, re- you know, like uh, it's all sci-fi, but this 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 book was more like ooh, exploring the frontiers of human imagination type sci-fi. Like, yeah, it be so cool. Like to not have your body. What would it be like to be sharing headspace with a creature who's starving to death because it can't get its alien nutrients after three days of being in your head and controlling you? It was neat. Okay, I'm gonna start from the beginning. Um yeah. Just because that's how my notes are organized. I liked how this book recapped things. Yeah. Like,
2: this book, the recap was a lot more bearable in this book.
1: I wasn't like, man, you know, like it didn't, it wasn't just like enough about me. Let's talk about, I mean, it wasn't like enough about the plot. Let's just talk about the, what was already happened for two pages. Yay. Yay. It was like, you yeah. would like insert paragraphs of recap between like the actual things that's happening. And it would relate to the things that's happening, which I thought was really great.
2: Yeah, in a lot of the other books, I mean, like, she kind of did that, but it would be like, oh, there's like two lines of dialogue in between the big recap things that would, like, be a a transition between what the person is going to talk about next.
1: It would be like Tobias shows up. Tobias is a hawk. He used to be a kid with dirty blonde hair. I used to save him from having his head shoved in toilets, but now he's a hawk. On the first day, he got trapped as a hawk. Morphing, you need to do it for less than two hours. Yes, that is what happened when the anamorphs i mean elfangor showed up and gave us the morphing power hi tobias said tobias was using thought speak thought speak is a thing you use with your brain and you can only do it in morph but tobias can do it because he's only always in morph because tobias got trapped as a hawk a few books ago and he'll never turn back he used to be blonde but now he's not because he's a bird this book was good it wasn't that
2: yes it wasn't that that was that was beautiful how'd you do
0: that wow I don't mind the weight caps though. Like you're the,
1: silly. You're so weird. You seem like you just disagree with things that, I like. You're just
2: disagreeing with us just for the sake of
1: disagreeing. No, I'm not.
0: No, I like the old recaps. chaps This one didn't seem thorough enough.
1: Oh my God. Oh
2: my God.
0: Here's the thing. We are adults reading these like w- twice a week. Like, you know, kids, you know, they they like the grandma would like. Like, oh, you like animals? Here's this animals book I found in my attic, and it's like book like six or whatever. You need a recap, you know? Like, this
1: book tells you everything you need to know, certainly. And it's and it's actually like interesting to read it. I feel like I'm reading a textbook when I'm reading the other recaps. Here, uh, here's one part of the, of the way that they were expositing or recapping, I suppose, that I really liked. Where um Jake is with his, Jake's having a nice dinner with his family, and he's talking to Tom about dumb things, he's just playing the part, and so is Tom, of course. And Jake is staring at Tom's head at one point. And he says, anyway, I asked Axe about how the yerk slug lives in a person's head. He'd explained it to me, how they can flatten their slug-like bodies, how they can sink between the crevices and cracks of a person's brain, how they melt like a liquid into every available space, how they wrap their bodies around a brain and attach their own neurons to human neurons.
0: This is definitely the first book where they like, explain all the stuff that you've already like said, oh yeah, the Yurks can read your minds and stuff like that. This is the first time it actually says that in Word. I, I I don't think... T- Applegate really thought of it until this point?
2: Yeah, probably not.
1: I mean, I don't think at any point the books were like, oh, you can tell you're a Yurk because you can just ask the person who's what their favorite color is. And if they can't answer, you know, you're a Yurk. Yes. Uh, uh, We might get to this later. I don't know. But anyway, there's this scene where um, they're talking about Jake. Jake is like having, it's like basically a really normal scene where Jake is, is having dinner with Tom and Tom says, and Tom is like calling him names and Jake is like saying... They're just poking fun at each other, uh, but you know, obviously Jake's not having fun because he knows what's up. But then later, when Tom's Yerk is in his- Jake's brain, the- Tom's Yerk shows Jake the memory of that same interaction through Tom's eyes, and it's really cool because it shows how Tom sees Jake. And it also like has some dialogue from the real Tom in, in his own head.
2: It was just as I remembered it, except that now I felt Tom's emotions, not mine. The real Tom, the true Tom, who was crushed beneath the Yurk's control, he was crying, sobbing, helplessly, silently. Not Jake, he cried. Leave Jake alone. Leave my brother alone. Look, I'll never trouble you again. I swear it. Just leave Jake alone.
1: I think that I could see, like, why that's the same guy who, in the first book, when he was free for like a few minutes, immediately just started like charging at Mister Three with his fists. Well, see. Okay,
2: now now it explains that Tom definitely knew what was going on when he was in the Yerk Pool because he was watching all of it. So he was definitely like, "Oh, Mister Three. Okay, let's just. I hate this guy. I know who he is."
0: There's a part in this book where, like, Mister Three is like giving a speech or something to like the Yerk Controllers or something in the hospital because they like control the whole hospital, and then the animals said there was cockroaches, and some guys like, "Hey, there are some cockroaches here." And then someone else is like, No, it's okay, Cockroaches is everywhere. And then Vista 3 is like, What are you stupid? The the probably. Someone killed that guy. And then like someone just like shoots that guy who like said, Oh, it's okay. They just like shoot him with a gun. Yeah. Usually in kids' stuff at least in T V shows, they don't let you show someone getting killed with a gun. Definitely.
2: I mean like Applegate didn't describe what it looked like. So maybe that so maybe that's why she thinks it's okay. But but it, it's just so weird, dude.
0: A lot of stuff gets censored just for having guns if it's meant for kill- children. Yeah. What are like killing anyone? You can't just kill people in kids' books. You can't kill innocent people in kids' books. Like
2: In the nineties they could.
1: What did I miss? Hello.
2: Oh, uh when when they're spying um in their cockroaches and then some guy some guy is like he makes a decent mistake. He's like, Oh, those are cockroaches those are just fine. The cockroaches are everywhere. And the Vista 3 is just like, kill that guy. Obviously they're <laughs> analyses.
1: Do you think Adelaides can cannot more feature creatures so small? Someone kill this fool for me. <laughs> That's like, like I said, this is a terrible leadership strategy. Like, you're wasting good hosts. And <laughs> also, like, people, like, like, like was pointed out in the message, uh, like, people just aren't telling Visitor 3 what they think because. They're worried that he'll kill them. So, like, uh, some of them, like, some of them suspect that the animorphs are humans, but they're just not doing anything about it because they're worried about Visor Three just killing them. Because he's like, "That's stupid," and then he kills them.
0: I mean, yeah, all the Visors are like bad leaders. Like, the Visor One just like let the an- animorphs go. Was- <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. How do you become a Visor? Like, do you?
0: <laughs> do you, you, you have become- to be greedy and ruthless. It's
1: making me think, like, whatever their criteria is, it's not, it's not good.
0: You have to be really mean. That's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just do that. You know that test where, like, you know that you know that psychological test where, like, they they try and see how 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 much um how much how hard you'll shock people before. Yeah. Oh you- yeah, the Milgram. They just okay. they just give they just let whoever will do the most shocking be the visitors. <laughs> oh, and secondly, this is a bad strategy because now visitor three. He he has a morph. He could like totally execute. I'm sure he has the power to like execute these people when he on his own time and everything, but he just chooses to kill them on the spot. He's in like downtown and now he's got a human body he has to dispose of. And and also, I have to explain this human body's like absence from its life. Like, how are you, dude? This is this is a terrible strategy. He drowned. While I was looking for this quote, I found this part that I really liked, and it's just stupid, but I really liked it. How can you ever run in these bodies? He's, he's it a human morph. Axe wondered. Two legs? It is absurd. 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 Not even a tail to help you stay up. Uh, you know, Axe, now that you mentioned it, Marco started gyrating wildly like a guy out of control. I only have two legs! I'm falling! Falling! See? I knew it must happen sometimes, said Axe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I forgot uh, like all the little flies jump on Tobias And the Tobias is like, oh man, it's good I know you guys Because it's like my own little necklace of house flies. It's enough to gag a maggot Then Marco's like, gag a maggot? Hey, don't diss our kids like that
2: Yeah <laughs> um, That reminds me, I, I think I've finally uncovered the reason why Applegate just really wants Tobias to be a hawk Because in this one, he's definitely like their chauffeur <laughs> and he, he definitely has the role of like, oh, are we safe, Tobias? Go up and check the premises. And he's like, "Yep, we're safe." Because they would not have an easy way to do that, like every you single know, time.
1: I want. I'm kind of. You know, this made me wonder because like they, they, they all four went in as roaches to, to spy on the Yurks, and then they all four almost got killed. I mean, five, wait, yeah, five. Five, yeah. five of the morph capable animorphs almost got killed as roaches. Like you don't need that many people to do that. You should have just had maybe two. Because, oh no! Not this argument again. Well, no. Listen, I was thinking like if Tobias could have morphed at, th- at that time, they probably would have just had him go along with them, and then nobody would have been able to save Jake because they would have just been like, "Let's all morph roaches," I suppose. Like, cause would they have? If I was wondering, like, if Tobias wasn't stuck as a hawk, would they think, "Okay, let's have somebody morph a bird and keep watch outside"? Well,
0: and if I, if the, only two of them went, that like, one of them could like get attacked by something, and then there would only be one. Who, there's only one person there to like help save him or something
1: but I, it just made me wonder like okay five sure sh- fine sure five of them went in but like if tobias was still able to morph would they have had him turn into a cockroach too and then nobody would have been able to save jake
2: yeah you're absolutely right knowing these kids
1: now they, they would not have thought of that is it always like is it only like a, is it almost like a good thing for their strategy that tobias got stuck as a hawk or are they smart enough that they you know, I don't need that. Definitely,
2: badly. overall, in the books, a good thing that Tobias got stuck in a haw- as a hawk.
1: Well, I mean, if they were smart, they he wouldn't need to be stuck as a hawk because they would just have yeah, to. They're, not, they're not smart, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty awesome in this book. Like, once once Jake's a controller and he's trying he's trying to escape, they were all suddenly really badass and competent. So
0: it's Jake's fault.
2: Yeah, that's true. But, like, if, any, if anything, Book 3 taught us that, you know, their plans aren't the best. So this is kind of on brand for them.
0: I like that they actually did do the whole thing I said like in episode two when I was like, "Hey, why don't they just tie someone up for three days?" And well, they, they can because they- it's Jake. Now they can. And
1: they can have X morph him. They could technically do that with anybody, I guess. Like they could have, af- they could totally have X morph Tom.
0: No, 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 they don't do that because uh, Tom is already an established Yuck. So then, if the Tom Yuck suddenly disappeared, the Yucks would know. Hey, the the. The Animorphs, they're messing with Tom. They mu- The, the Animorphs must, like, know Tom well, and they like, figure out. Oh, yeah. Since Jake just became a controller, so, like, no one knows about him yet. They were able yeah.
1: I like how the Yurk was, like, fantasizing about, like, going into, going in down and being like, ah, oh, Visitor 3, here are all you mor- Animorphs, and being super awesome, and it was just cute.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, he was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did not want I did not like watching him die I mean, he was evil and all, but like, oh my gosh
0: This book, half this book Was literally just describing this creature stuff Jake
2: and, and that York, They had such chemistry together Like, oh, I, I want to hear these guys Talk to each other all the time This is They great. were
1: riffing off each other by the end <laughs> They were Jake was like, haha, don't you, haha Isn't that funny that you got Beaten up by, a spy, by an owl And then he's like, shut up it's like, ah, these two. <laughs>
0: they have a first
1: good. Sorry. That's all I think that's all I have to say. Oh, I like, Oh, I, I will read this quote um, where Temrash morphs into a wolf in order to, like, because wolves have a natural sense of direction. So he morphs into a wolf, you know, to get out of the woods and get to Visitor 3. But the Animorphs also morph wolves. And I like this nice bit of reincorporation here from the third book where Jake. Jake's wolf morph is an alpha male. And so the animorphs wolf morph wolves and they howl, which gets the other wolf pack, which we saw in the other book that Tobias like mistook for the Animorphs that one time. That gets them to show up, and then the then the Yerk is like basically defeated by these actual wolves because he's an alpha male wolf and the other alpha male wolf doesn't want another alpha male wolf in there. So then Jake says, go kick his butt. Of course, it's a real wolf there, an alpha male, leader of his pack, which means he's probably been in a dozen fights and won them all. Go on, Yurk. Tell him how the Yurks are masters of the galaxy. I'm sure he'll be very impressed. Yeah, that was great. Because the Yurk had gone on a whole rant before about how the Yurks are the best and everything.
0: So when, when Jake, like, I don't remember how it happened. So, like, J- Jake fell face down into this uh, jacuzzi that was filled with Yurks, and that's, like, when the Yurk called it in his vein. And all the other ones died. And like when he fell face down in the pool, I was like, well, what on the yokes? It seems like the yokes could call it on his head, but like, I didn't think it was actually going to happen. And the yokes called it on his head. I was like, whoa, whoa, this is a cool book. It's controlled by a And I, you know, yeah, I thought like I thought it was possible that, like, whoa, what if like the next like five books is just like Jake is a yokes, but that didn't happen. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat.
2: Um, you know, one thing I didn't like was it seemed to go pretty fast when, um, when it, like, Ax seemed to figure out pretty quickly that Jake was a controller. Yeah, but um, if and then I, I, wanted, I thought there, I okay, well, maybe this isn't really something I didn't like because I thought, I thought, uh, Alphagate was just gonna linger on that for a long time. Like, ooh, they don't know that Jake is a controller, but Jake is a controller, and he tried to scream and be like, oh no, but, th- but they don't know it yet, and oh no, look at what they're gonna do. But she did that for like. A chapter, and then, nope, okay, they, they figured it
1: out. I think it made sense, because, like, Jake just fell face-first into a pool of mind-control slugs, so, of course, Axe is gonna be, like, looking out to see if he's being mind-controlled. <laughs> I actually
2: do kind of think this is better, now that I think about it, because otherwise it would have been, like, really boring
1: and dull. Like, you can maybe tell if someone's a Yurk if you're really looking for it, but, uh, if you- but most people aren't looking for that, so...
0: Well, it only gave him away because he seemed like disgusted by the andalite and that's the only reason they knew like when uh jake saw tom like show like despair for a brief second
1: and then the York the makes a point of being like i'll convince them that i'm you anyway and he's like and he's like see cassie's the weak link here because i'll just try and play to her emotions and she was kind of like looking doubtful
0: i thought it was so cool that applegate like because she, she hasn't really explained that much about how the yolks work and instead of just telling us that she wrote like a whole book where like just eight chapters with just this kid being infested by yo and going yeah. through everything that that's like and
1: I love the ex- I love the experience of uh being a controller that was written at it really made me feel like, yeah, this sucks this is like awful i wouldn't I wouldn't be able to take this for like three days much less my, much of all of a lot of my life like Jesus, think about Tom and yeah. Uh, and think about, like, Jake is, like, getting, like, he gets depressed after, like, an hour. And think about, like, Tom and Chapman and whoever, Inviser 3, and anyone who's been a controller for, oh, like...
2: Oh, my gosh. At the end it, it, was, like, oh, Tom, Tom is just, just, like, wishing for death.
1: Yes. That's, they said he I'm was, like... Oh, wishing you're just gonna say that, okay? He spent every moment wishing he could die.
2: That was, that, that, that was rough, dude.
1: Jake and Tom is saying, like... And Tom is saying, like, I'll never, we already read this quote, but he was like, I'll never trouble he was, like, just crying when, when he starts, whenever Tom starts trying to get Jake to join the sharing. And I was just thinking, like, this is a regular thing. Tom to tries to get Jake to join the sharing like every book he narrates. So this happens, like, every time. And he just has to hope that Jake will be like, and then Jake's trying to act like a, like a stupid, cool little 13-year-old who's too cool to join the sharing.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, and Tom Tom still doesn't know that, like, he doesn't know that, that Jake is, like, an Animorph or whatever, so he doesn't re- know that Jake knows not to join the sharing.
1: He's just gonna, th- he just thinks that is like, oh, whatever, I'm busy with my busy playing Doom. <laughs> you know, he's just has to yeah. hope that Jake doesn't feel, like, open to his brother's suggestions someday. He has to hope that Jake doesn't trust him.
2: He has to hope that he was enough of a dick to Jake in the past that um, it'll carry over to Jake just like not caring about him. Yeah. And what the controller says. Oh my gosh, it's so deep. Yeah.
0: Can I just, like explain like exactly how the controllers work because I don't think we exactly said this. So like, w- once they infest you, they can they can read all your memories and they control like all your bodily functions. And also the yurk can like thought speak to you and you can thought speak to it, but only the yurk can like actually speak out of your mouth yeah uh yeah it's, you know it's, it's cool that they, like they can talk to each other like in jake's body but only the good can control it Weird.
1: i like i like that um here's here's some description i wrote down some some descriptions of what jake was what it was like to be a controller i wanted to tell them both uh, cassie and uh marco i wanted to tell them both to scream they have me they are inside me but i couldn't make my mouth move it was like there was a roadblock like I could form the thoughts, give the order to my lips and tongue to speak, but the order never got there.
0: Oh, there was a cool moment where the Yurk was talking as Jake, and he said something that, like, sounds like something Jake would say. And uh, even though the Yurk said it, I thought it was an interesting quote. Uh, I'm never happy when any creature has to be destroyed, but I don't feel any pity for those Yurks. They are to enslave us. We did what we had to do. Uh, talking about how they killed like all the yurks in the jacuzzi um because they they're like, gonna kill a lot of creatures in these books but it's like yeah no these are like parasites they have to be killed and i don't like killing creatures but you know we, we have to
1: yeah and then jake's all like wow that's exactly what i would have said yeah which i thought was cool
0: this this book seems to have a lot of empathy for the yurks uh uh we yurks evolved as parasites not predators unlike you humans we did not kill to eat we were peaceful we took many different species as our hosts as they evolved so did we so they're just like yo you hum- humans are worse than us you know Yeah. previous books didn't really have that they just painted yurks as these horrible creatures and this one's saying listen you're worse go away
2: dude you need this freaking planet to live and you're still destroying it
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is that? What, Kruger Bing's back? What? It's not bad anymore. We fixed it.
1: What did you think about this book, Kruger Bing?
0: I liked it, but I also don't like it. Dude, while while I was reading this, I was like, man, I wish the titles of these books were more descriptive, because, like, what's this book called? Like, The Capture or something? Yeah, The Capture. It's like, that, that doesn't mean anything. These books have so much, like, different... I, I like that they yeah. aren't like that. You can give them meaningful titles, then people will be drawn in. But... I kind of like that they didn't spoil what the book's about, because I had no idea Jake was going to get infested by Eurik until it happened, basically. Um,
2: uh, I feel like there's a way to come up with more captivating titles that like fit with what happens without giving away the whole thing. Ah,
1: uh, captivating! Capture! Laugh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I do wish they would... That's true. I do wish they were a little bit better because these titles just suck. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it, they're the signature animorphs titles, you know. What would animorphs be without its two-word titles? Every title has to have the in the beginning of it. As. Uh the the cover does say now he's one of them, so that kind of gives it away if you know it.
2: Well, I guess if you looked at this at the, at this book, you might think that like flies are the enemy, and he's like turning into a fly. So, oh, now he's one of the flies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly he's one of the f- the evil flies that's what this these books By are the great. way i actually really like this cover jake's got a really w- weird pose he's like doing the hokey pokey He's <laughs> like square dancing
0: look at his pouty face
1: <laughs> he's got his lips wait so jake has dark
2: hair but tobias is light hair yes i always picture tobias is dark haired and jake is light haired yeah so i figured I jake would look like rachel because they're cousins right
0: i just thought jake i just pictured jake as a blonde the whole time i don't know why Yeah, me too talking about like having the yorks be like uh sympathetic or whatever the correct word is uh there's a part where like cassie uh the york was like dying it had like an hour left or whatever and cassie was like holding because uh going through the last hour or so of like the york dying when that happened you start like seeing like all the yorks memories like flash in your mind you can sense like all the emotions and pain that the york is feeling and like it has felt through all his life
1: by the way jake can like feel the, the york can read jake's thoughts but uh jake can't read the york's thoughts but he can feel its emotions like all the time
0: there's a part that i liked when like cassie like holds jake's hand to like help him feel better and it was like yeah the york accepted that because he really wanted some comfort you know? the,
2: the york squeezed her hand back didn't he it did yeah, yeah, that was so
0: cute. Oh my gosh! Wait, 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 wait. So, so you ship Jake and the Yurk, but not Jake and Cassie?
1: You mean Cassie and the and Yurk?
0: In the Yurk, yeah.
2: No, no, I ship Jake and the Yurk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, this 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 relationship is really abusive, and I just wanted you to know it's not okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't support abusive relationships here. I'm kidding. Uh, that that. I want to talk about, you might have already
1: talked about this, but I want to talk about the hospital. I want to share my thoughts on the hospital. I think that's a cool concept. I really like what they did with that. It was a smart way for them to spread. Yeah, because people are unconscious. I mean, people are like alone with doctors a lot. Makes total sense. And they could possibly get someone more powerful too.
2: At the beginning, when Jake's parents come home early, it's because like Jake's dad twisted his ankle. So I'm like, Oh my gosh! Is Jake's dad gonna have to go to the hospital? And he's—is he gonna become a controller? Oh! <laughs> but then that didn't happen. So I was like, oh, okay. What I got better. What I got from this is a lot better, I think.
1: Yeah, that would have been kind of a silly plot, I guess. If it was just try and keep Jake's dad from being a controller. I suppose I didn't even think about that at all, though. Don't
2: go to the hospital. Whatever you do, do not go to the hospital. You will live like this for the rest of your life. Don't go. Yeah. Dang. What if they get injured or something? Well, I guess they could just morph. Yeah, but like what if anybody they know gets injured? What? Well, what, what happened? What if? What if Melissa twists her ankle when she's doing gymnastics? Take them to a different hospital.
1: I like how they kind of just forget about that plot after Jake peek up a controller because that's more important. So I don't know. You know, maybe they're maybe they did end up infesting the governor, but I don't know.
0: Well, it was in the news that the hospital did it shut down.
1: Well, the, I, I actually, yeah, a bunch of zoo animals did show up and trash the
2: place, so... Um, did any of the Yerks, or did any of the controllers see Jake as a human? I feel like they should have, and then I feel like that would have, that should have made them suspicious, really. Hmm.
1: I don't, well, no, it makes sense that an Andalite would have morphed into a human in order to, like, operate the human machinery, I guess, and to not look out of place.
2: Yeah, I like how this Yerk was the only one who knew that there were actually humans morphing, and then they, like, kept that a secret still. Like somebody found out, but then they like they killed him. Dude, they just killed
1: someone. It was like yeah, they, did. And they made him star- and, and, and they described that his, his they describe that his death is awful. Like he says I was watching his pain from far away. I was an observer, close enough to know what he was feeling, feeling none of it myself. At first it was a wave after wave of pain. Starvation and death by thirst, all rolled into
0: one agony. Yeah, an axe cut some dude's hand off. He does. That's like that's like a human being. You just cut his hand off, but he. Did he do that in the last book? I don't. I think he like fed it he, it.
1: No, he just. He just. Uh. He just like. I think he just broke somebody's. So, like in the last book, he did disarm somebody, but I don't think he cut their hand off
0: explicitly. Can I read like a page that I was confused by, and I think maybe being actual shouldn't say anything? This is at the end, like when the yoke is like starving to death in his final moments. Um,
1: oh, I do know. I do know. I think I know what this is.
0: Yeah, and I, this was really weird, and I like it. As, uh, the yoke was no longer in pain. It was beyond pain. I opened my eyes and looked at Cassie. It happened so naturally. I opened my eyes by my own will. I don't know how she knew, but I guess she did. She nodded slightly and met my gaze. For the first time in more than an hour, the yerk spoke. So, you win, human. The yoke shuddered. I could feel it. A physical spasm. My vision changed. I felt... It's hard to describe. I felt as if I was seeing through things, into things like I could see the front and back and top and bottom and inside of everything all at once. Then I saw it. A creature or a machine. Some combination of both. It had no arms. It sat still, as if unable to move, on a throne that was miles high. Its head was a single eye. The eye turned slowly, left, right. I trembled. I prayed it would not look my way. And then it saw me. The eye, the blood-red eye, looked straight at me. It saw me. It saw me! No, no! I cried in silent terror. I looked away, and when I opened my eyes again, all I saw was a weird glow. The glow faded little by little. I was trembling. It's over, Jake, Cassie said. I rose slowly to my feet. I moved my legs. I was in control of myself again. I looked down, blah, 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 blah.
2: Yeah, uh, that got me really excited.
0: I look forward to cool finding out more about this giant eyeball on top of this throne. Whatever this weird vision Jake had, whatever it was.
2: So did, did he like watch when um when when uh the Yurk went to hell and then that was like Satan.
0: That's an interesting thought. I like that theory.
2: Or is it like something on the Yurk planet?
0: Yeah, and I, I wonder if like every Yurk that or every person who has a Yurk inside of them die. I wonder if they all go through that. Like it was interesting. Yeah, I assume V natural can't really talk about that without. Spoiling stuff? No,
1: I won't won't say anything about it. I like your guys' discussion. It is good.
0: So, uh, unless we have any more speculation, I guess we'll just move on from that. I I noticed they're done introducing people, so would that mean that we're in a new arc of the story? Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I feel like they might still introduce people, kind of, like... I feel like, like the introductory arc's over. Yeah, like, I have a feeling we might get a book written by Axe at some point. Hmm. But yeah... This book definitely seemed different than the first five.
1: Hmm, I didn't think about that at all.
0: It didn't prepare me at all for Jake to get freaking freaking controlled like that. I don't like that.
1: It scared me. I liked it, though, but I didn't. Yeah, See, I, I have mixed feelings for this book.
0: Because I liked it and I didn't like it.
2: It definitely went in a way to, that I didn't expect it to go, but I, I did like where it took me.
0: One part I really liked, just because of how silly it was, is after Jake is no longer in control of the York he, like, realizes, like, how afraid Tom is of the Urks and how worried he is. So he just morphs into a half-wolf, because turning into half a wolf, like, disguises his voice, because he doesn't sound like Jake anymore, and he has this deep wolf voice. He just calls up Tom on the phone.
1: Cassie's dad's cell phone, because it's impossible to trace that back. They live in an era with, like, um what are they called? Pay phones on the street, and they didn't think of that. They were like, oh, let's just use Cassie's dad's phone.
0: Oh, my gosh, you're right.
1: And says, I couldn't do half morphed
0: I think he just like started morphing, and then he just like quick made the call it and said, "Hey, it's gonna be okay. Don't give up hope." And yeah, up. I think it. he
1: just like, I don't think he necessarily like he pro- he for all we know he could have morph tried you know tried morphing like a dozen times before he it worked the way he wanted.
0: Yeah, he, he had to hang up quickly or else he would keep morphing and then he'd start peeing all over on the phone. <laughs>
1: Can we talk about like just before Jake sees that weird eye thing and while the, while the Yurk is dying, its mind disintegrates. And then Jake says that he feels like, he feels like the Yurk's consciousness kind of has been permanently transferred to him and as well as his previous controllers, including Tom. He feels like part of the Yurk's previous, part of he, like a computer transferring a document onto a floppy disk. I realized part of the Ged and part of the Horkbajer had been transferred permanently to the Yerk. And to my shock, I knew that those parts were now being transferred to me. And then the memories I feared the most, Tom.
2: Yeah, we got a lot of cool Yurk Yerk lore. How that how like when when they like absorb the memories of the people that they're controlling, that they like make like a
1: permanent imprint on them. I, fe- I saw him scream as he realized what was happening i felt his fear i felt his rage as the yurk slug crawled into his ear and it wrapped itself around his brain i felt every ounce of despair and like the ged and the hork this human my brother became a part of me so i really like that and I, I feel like it I, feel, I don't know if this was i feel it was probably intentional it kind of tied in with like jake's dream that he was having where he was like stalking tom but then at the end tom and he switched roles it was like oh that's kind of like how he and tom are now kind of connected like that sort of foreshadowing and he has that dream like throughout this book he has the dream over and over again i thought that was a cool detail i really love um stuff about like consciousnesses and how they work and like what is a person it's just their a person's just their patterns of thoughts, right? So, like, if the patterns of Tom's thoughts lived in this Yurk, in a way, and now the Yurk's gone, but the patterns of thoughts are in Jake, like, does that not mean that Tom is kind of living in Jake? And I just thought that was very cool, and I love thinking about that stuff. Yeah, and Applegate's
2: not afraid to go there. that's my favorite part of the book. Okay, but then she had to ruin it by being like, oh, but but uh there's no memory of love. I guess Yurks don't do love. Yep, guys, you are not capable of love. They're capable of anger and sadness and pain, but no, not love. And,
0: like, pride, too. They're, like, proud of, like, the accomplishments and everything. They had, like, a positive feelings.
2: Well, I'm saying it's not, it's not that they don't have positive emotions. It's that they are they just, they don't have love. Like, they, they don't have, like, they don't care for each other.
0: Yeah, I think in, like, episode two... So it was like oh yeah yorks can't love and then be natural was like no i think yorks can love and like it literally says they can't love i thought that was well no just so yeah I, say, this- I thought
2: that was upsetting i like the idea of yorks being able to love
0: yeah
1: maybe he was just asexual yeah maybe it
2: was just this one you know
1: yeah uh, jake was jake was kind of stupid he was like oh this one there was no memory of love i guess yorks don't do love i met this one guy who never loved anyone and so i guess the entire species is incapable of loving anybody like you don't know that dude
0: that's a good point.
1: I like how he described that most of the uh, emotions he felt were alien. I thought that was yeah. neat. I wonder if Jake's might be capable of like sympathizing with the Yurks more now than anybody who isn't a controller just because he's felt those emotions that are alien or he's seen, at least he's observed them, I suppose.
0: One line in the book that I thought was dumb is I, I think it was Jake. who's like, Oh yeah, I'm having all these dreams, but dreams don't mean anything. They're just dreams. And it's like, dude, you literally found an andalite because of dreams. Like dreams <laughs> aren't meaningless in this world. I mean, sure, they weren't yeah. actual dreams; they were like telepathic, like messages being sent to you. But like, like this could be the same thing. Like, yeah, dreams, stupid.
1: I would love it if the animorphs are like begin every book by describing their dreams to each other, and like ninety nine percent of the time, it's just really stupid dream stuff.
2: When Marco dreamt about watching TV at his house.
1: Yeah, <laughs> who
2: dreams that? I dream <laughs> that.
1: I had a dream where my dad really liked Invader Zim, and I was really surprised, because my dad definitely wouldn't like Invader Zim. Okay,
2: but that's different than watching TV. I had a dream where it started watching TV,
0: and then it ended with me saving the world.
1: Maybe maybe Marco had that dream, but he was like, well, my dream started with me watching TV, and then we saved the world, so, you know, (laughs) that's how we
0: should do it. Hey, uh, Kugabing, was there anything... uh, What do do you want to say? Because you just got here, like, halfway through. You can talk about any any part of the book. Let me think. If you don't have anything, that's fine too. I, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> okay.
2: Um, one thing that I thought was a really cool bit of parallelism was um, X was was like at some point he was like, "Oh, being different animals is cool." What, uh, like um, when we when the Andalites come back, we're gonna hang out on the Earth and the, just like try out different morphs just for the fun of it.
1: That's so adorable.
2: Um, I love thinking about it. It was really cute. But then uh, the Yurks says the same thing later on. He's like, "Oh, when when the Yurks take over, we're we're gonna keep around some of the animals so that we can like get into them and then test them out and have fun with their bodies." And then and then dates like, "What? No, that's horrible. Why would you do that?" So it was kind of interesting that just the comparison between like morphing and like controlling random animals.
1: Yeah. X is kind of a sociopath here a little bit because he's like oh yeah i just hate yurks i just hate all of the yurks and i hate them because they're yurks which is like understandable yeah. of course As the characters
2: seem to think that it's cool that the uh, the andalites just have this huge overwhelming hate for yurks and that they just like start shaking when they think about yurks yeah like that it just doesn't seem healthy dude Why? why, why are you glorifying that
1: the, when Jake starts saying I'm never I mean with Tem- when Temrash makes Jake say I'm never happy with any creature has to be destroyed, that's in response to something Axe says where Axe is like, At least we just murdered a hundred Yurks, yay. And he sounds really he's really like, Yes, great. That's good. We we gave we we we, we, we boiled a bunch of hundred a hundred sentient creatures to death. That's that's good. Uh and I'm just like, Yeah, man, Axe is a sociopath to Yurks. and so are the other Animorphs to an extent because they did they did flip the switch and boil them all to death on cinnamon bunza they they were like jake what why would you do that they were like you shouldn't have done that jake they were just pete they were just sitting there in their pool and i, I don't know i'm like what i don't know no, what i was,
2: was i was pretty happy when he did that
0: Whoa. yeah they're trying, to take, they're trying to take the military guys
2: guys the whole point is that they're defeating the yurks what, what are they gonna do just not kill them
1: they could have brought a, listen, they could have brought a plastic bag, like, you take to the aquarium, I mean, to the, to the pet store with, when you take when you buy a fish, and they could have just plopped them all in there, and then they could have given them a good home at Cassie's barn.
2: Exactly. They call it the Yurk Ranch.
1: Yeah, they could open up a Yurk Ranch for... <laughs> they make a deal. They make a deal with the Yurks. Alright, we'll just let you live at the ranch. Out at the ranch. Uh, not so bad a day, Axe said. How many yurks were in that pool? How many survived those temperatures? Only you by getting inside Prince Jake. How many of your pool fellows died today? So Axe is just super happy about murdering all these dudes. And then I like, it, it, but then um, Jake makes a point about how Temrash says the thing about, I'm never happy when any creature has to be destroyed. So it's like Temrash is acting like less of a sociopath than Axe. And then Cassie specifically like starts questioning whether Jake is a controller because of that. Because she kind of likes what Temrash said more than what Axe said.
0: Well, Temerash only said that based on, like, how he knew Jake would respond. It wasn't, like, a thought from Temerash's brain. Like, I don't think Temerash necessarily agrees with that. Uh, no.
1: Thing. Even if he doesn't believe it, he still said it. I mean, he still he has a point. Yeah. <laughs> Jax is pretty bloodthirsty about this whole thing. Or Yurk, slime, thirsty, whatever they have.
2: Oh, speaking of which, I also really liked when, um, when it was talking about, like, how the Yurk remembers what it's like to be on the Yurk homeworld, and Jake is watching that,
1: too. I just loved all the whole part about Jake living through the York. I love this book. When when Jake gets, on a lighthearted note, when Jake gets back home, he's like, <laughs> um, Tom says, like, you were just acting like a complete maniac, like eating just all the food and repeating all of your words because X morphed into Jake just uh, while Jake was tied up in a shack for three days.
0: First, Jake crawls behind the fridge and puts a Roche motel on his head and then he's <laughs> repeating words and eating a bunch of food. And they're just slightly concerned about him.
1: You know, middle schoolers. He's going through that phase.
0: Yeah.
2: So I'm still stuck on this part, but like when um when Stur was talking before about how like the Yurk is like oh you know humans are evil too like at least at least um, Yurks don't kill to eat. Um, he didn't mention what the paragraph after that, which was um. So Jake asked, "What about the Andalites?" I asked, "What happened when they came to your world?" Of course, says the Yurk. The Andalite has not told you their story, has he? What a pity. It's such a fine story. Ask your pet Andalite Axe sometime. Ask him about the story of the Andalites and the Yurks. Maybe I will, I said. I hope the Yurk would keep talking, but he fell silent. So, like, that's that's also implying that Andalites are not the best, either.
1: I can't say anything about that, but uh, I like how he says, I like how he calls Axe his pet Andalite.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's based on only information that he got from Jake's memories. So maybe Jake sees Axe as a pet in, in ways.
2: I mean yeah, that makes sense with the whole mall thing. Jake I, I mean I would I would have a little less respect for Axe if I were Jake at that point. It'd be like, dude, you know, get yourself under control. You got to be a human, remember? Like if you just left your untrained pet into the store and then yeah, they'd act all crazy like that.
1: But Axe was really important in this book uh because he uh because he's the one who recognized that Jake was a controller. So it's like I feel like Axe kind of made up for that by being good at recognizing Yorks. Which makes sense,
2: made up for that, but he just like by his past by his past actions, he just made Jake think of him as a pet.
1: Uh, miscellaneous note that I just see here: Tobias, when when they're all cockroaches, Tobias says, The urge to step on you is pretty strong. If I had shoes, right, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just like an imagined, I'm mean, just like imagining Tobias with like giant sneakers. It's a good
0: timing.
2: Oh, I said that I really like the description of when um, Jake gets sprayed with bug spray and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. Yeah. Why haven't we talked about this yet? This is big. Jake like almost dies. Yeah, as a cockroach. What a way and to then, go. And, and like he's, he's like losing control of his, you know, this is like good foreshadowing because he's like losing control of his body parts. And he's like, ooh, 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 ooh.
1: oh, I didn't even think about that.
2: This book is yeah. great. He just he, he like can't focus because his brain is going all weird. Yeah
1: another miscellaneous note uh oh mustard what do you have to say about tobias wearing shoes i noticed you were giggling when i said that
0: i just thought it was a funny image
1: i do like that image a lot uh b-ball Is today
2: it's like can't walk without shoes like he can't stomp things with his claws
0: yeah
1: it would be harder his claws are all curved and stuff I don't think bird talons are that fast when they're like just sitting there on the floor. Like he'd have to swoop at it, and even you then, know the cockroaches- how resistant cockroaches are? Yeah, they're super hard to kill. Cockroaches re- can resist like bomb blasts.
2: Why don't they just stay as cockroaches forever? Because then they could just like survive everything
1: except old age. They'd probably die in like a year. <laughs> I don't know. How long <laughs> I mean- <laughs> By the way, Tobias doesn't have that long to live anymore anyway, either. He's probably going to die in like 20 years at most. Yeah, don't hawks live like 20 years? Yeah. He,
2: the hawk he morphed is probably pretty old. Wait, no. I don't, know. I don't know. how that works. I but mean, technically. Wait, how do they know how old of the animal to morph into? Mm. Shouldn't
1: they just turn into a baby animal? <laughs> that would be so funny. It would be like, oh man, now he can turn into tigers and then Jake morphs the tiger fetus. <laughs> He's like, wait, no, man, <laughs> baby, like, ba- like, there's always anamorphs, babies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be popular in the '90s, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so popular. My thought is that the, the like the the lifespan is just whatever the your original body was, because that's still like who you are, really,
1: I would think that it would just like it would just morph into whatever. I would think that I would think based on what we know so far that you would just morph into like whatever um like whatever age that's that's the analog to what, what your actual body is at right now. Like if I'm a teenager morphing into a hawk, I would morph into like a basically like an adolescent hawk that can that is that can fly but isn't a total adult yet. That makes sense.
2: Right. So if you morph into an old lady, would you morph into her when she was twelve? I think so. That would be a great way to acquire morphs.
1: Yeah, that would be a great way to acquire disguised morphs because, like you know, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna say that looks exactly like that other person because you're that person looks old and you look young. I didn't even think about that. That's a good idea. That does make me question though. Like, if they morphed into
2: flies, why would they morph into adult flies? Wouldn't they be like pupae? Mm,
0: Maybe (laughs) there's a risk of that, but I don't know. Do I just thought of something like? So the android was somehow able to like get DNA of like all five of the animal, or all four of the animal, to like turn into a combination of the four humans. So like, would they be able to like get the DNA of like different animals and become like this super animal that's like a combination of like a bunch of strong animals?
2: Yeah. Why do, Why doesn't Axe just teach them how to do that?
0: I guess we'll see. Probably.
2: Or maybe that's what Megamorphs is about.
0: Oh yeah, that makes sense. My my guess is that if they like. Combining species, it might not turn out well. Like, how useful is a tiger going to be with a dolphin fin? You know.
2: They combine like a tiger, a bear, and a lion.
0: Oh my! Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if a combination of those will necessarily make it better.
2: What if you combined like a lion, a hawk, and a, a snake, and you made like a sphinx?
0: Yeah, but it's not going to be. Very, I mean, like,
2: I bet I bet Cassie could figure out how how to make what parts come and what parts to not come. I bet she could. Yeah, yeah I guess.
0: The mind would mix though. That might be weird.
2: Oh, that would be weird. Would you, like, pick one of their minds? Um, Another thing I was wondering was, um, so apparently Axe didn't have any morph of any other animal when he came to Earth, because it says the only, the under morphs Axe had were, like, uh, the cockroach and, like, the shark that he had before and the human morphs. So I'm like, wait, shouldn't he have, like, morphs from the Andalite home planet?
0: Uh, He was young and not, like, a warrior, so I'm guessing that... Andalites by nature just don't really use morphs, and it's only when they're like fighting and stuff.
2: Well, how would he get skilled enough to like combine different DNA if he'd never morphed before?
0: I'm guessing that's just a thing that Andalites know how to do that uh, Elf Gore just didn't mention.
2: I guess. That's not that satisfying, but okay.
0: I guess we'll figure it out.
1: Oh, not- another miscellaneous quote that I liked a lot. Uh, oh, goody, Marco said. Yes, Goody, Axe said, totally unaware that Marco was being sarcastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I love it when those two talk. There's a part where they're like making a plan or something. And someone's like, Yeah, we're like we, we need to be together, we're like the five musketeers. And then Axe is like, well, What's a musketeer? And then everyone just ignores him and keeps <laughs> talking about the plan.
1: I feel bad for him there. I've been there. I'm like, who's that? And nobody answers me. Yeah.
0: By the way, I, I posted a picture of Tobias with sneakers.
1: Very good, thank you.
2: <laughs> good job crediting the. Oh, oh, it's a watermark. Okay.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna crop out the watermark, and I thought, you know, that's not right. I need to credit this person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But now it's gonna look like Ron Dudley took a picture of a hawk with shoes on, and that's just hilarious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a photo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is this non-doctored image. <laughs> 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 uh, and Marco says he has a ur- major urge to step on himself when he's a, a cockroach.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, was anybody else like, really offended when they're like, oh, turning into flies is the worst thing ever?
1: I guess it's no big secret that I kind of like Cassie. I think she's really pretty. But when I saw these big, two huge, glittering, bulging, compound eyes come popping out of her eye sockets, I screamed. I mean, I screamed like a baby. Yeah! Well, I was offended
2: because I have a lot of OCs that have that have basically human-shaped heads and, like, insect eyes. And I think insect eyes look really pretty, actually, so... I mean, maybe, maybe it's the movement that scared him, you know? Like, I, I don't know, if somebody's eyes started growing, I guess, th- yeah, that'd be pretty freaky.
1: They just blew up like a balloon, and they still had, like, veins on them. I hate veins.
0: Do you have anything else to say about the book? I liked it. I'm mean, gonna get my joke book, so it's ready. Oh, I forgot about, yes. I forgot about the joke book.
2: Are you going to sign off first?
0: Yeah.
1: And be natural. I'm better. Psst. Psst. Kogubing.
0: Someone carrying him away? What's the noise? <laughs> Wait, do you guys hear footsteps? Yeah, it's Bing being taken away. Okay, you're back. Uh, sign out now. Welcome back. Hello, I'm back. My name is Krubin. Goodbye. I'm Mustard. I'm Stir. Okay. Uh, what do frogs order in restaurants?
1: Frog legs, French, French flies.
0: <laughs> Why would you say frog legs? What? <laughs>
1: What does a human order in a restaurant? Like a pair of freaking legs crushed <laughs> chopped off of a human woman.
0: Uh, jumpy, <laughs> jumpy hop, jumpy hop log bits. Frog spit the ice cream. Still, you got it. It's f- floppy. What did you say? <laughs> I said jumpy hoppy log bits. Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> Alright, goodbye.
0: No, it's it's, it's French flies.
2: It's weird that she's like sticking her butt out.
1: That's how you morph into a dolphin. You gotta stick your butt out so that it turns into a dorsal fin. Don't you know anything?
2: <laughs> I guess. I guess I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, but based on this transformation, a butthole is on a fin. That's not how it works.
1: Listen, if the butthole... Your butthole would have had to shift way down. No, no, the butthole can either look. Morphing is weird. The butthole can travel through her body, in the interior, out and then out to her front, or it could, um, like, travel along her side.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah.